0: Hi, this is John Hall. You're listening to WGXC 90.7 Acre.
1: WGXC 90.7 FM, ACRA, Catskill, Hudson, New York, 90.7 FM. Listeners reported. It's radio for open ears, open heart, open hands, and open mind. We give thanks again to you for supporting WGXC all through the years, and, and I hope that you stay with us. WGXC Underwriting is provided in part by Kravitz & Son Roofing, a local, family-owned and operated full-service roofing company for more than 48 years, specializing in residential and commercial roof construction, repair, maintenance, and replacement using high-quality and affordable roofing products. Information at 518-567-4026 or online at com.
0: WGXC is made possible in part by the generous ongoing support of Bindlestiff Family Circus of Hudson, New York. WGXC's sustaining supporters are among the station's most dedicated listeners. They care deeply about Creative Community Radio, and their investment helps to sustain
1: WGXC as a public platform for information, experimentation, and engagement in Greene and Columbia counties. Become a WGXC sustaining supporter today. Go to WGXC.org and click Donate. Thank you for your support. There's only one Billy Joel song I like. And welcome to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. Another round here on this far too dark and not that chilly, but pretty chilly... (laughs) Uh, Tuesday evening. (laughs) Hello out there. My name is Amanda. I'm Jenny. And this is a show where we chit chat about movies. Neither of us went to film school. We're not we don't we're not self-described buffs, but we (laughs) do uh, spend a lot of time watching those moving pictures go by. And boy, do we love them. And every episode we pick a theme. But before we discuss tonight's theme... Which is not much of a theme. We'll get to that. (laughs) Um, Jenny and I are going to tell you about what's showing in the theaters in our area here in the Hudson Valley and Catskill region. Um, Jenny, do you want to kick us off with one of the theaters on your end?
0: I'd love to. Uh, There's great news for those of us in, uh, you know, a little bit further south. There's uh, the movie theater in Socrates has reopened uh, under new management. It's called the Orpheum Theater now, and it's owned by the same people who own Upstate Films in Rhinebeck. Uh, and this weekend, they are playing uh, Eternals, The French Dispatch, and Passing, which is exciting.
1: Mm. Yep. As I have told you, um, I oddly feel a little guilty admitting that, um oh kind of excited about the french dispatch
0: which is nothing wrong with that new wes
1: anderson movie (laughs) yeah
0: i think i mean honestly like he delivers every time exactly what he says he's going to and it's really nice to go to a movie that you know is just going to be like this is a good movie and i enjoyed it and that's nice for for all of us
1: (laughs) it's true in a world where so many uh unexpected horrible things happen it is, you always know what you're going to get. And that's why he's easy to, he's an easy target now. He's easy to mm-hmm. make fun of because you're like, ah, oh, the old Wes Anderson <laughs> uh, <laughs> treatment.
0: <laughs> yeah, give it the old Wes Anderson treatment.
1: Give it the old Wes Anderson treatment. Use the same font. Let me see it again. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I do want to see
0: it again. Show yeah. me that font.
1: Yeah, you you know what? It makes me feel good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to tell you guys about, the movies that are playing this week at Spotlight Cinemas in Hudson, New York—that's the one on Fairview that has the eight eight screens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've always called it the like Hudson Eight Plex yeah. or some like variation. The of that. Eight. Exactly. Um, so these show times, by the way, are on spotlightcinemas.com dot uh, and they also do they update their Facebook pretty well. But these are the show times for Wednesday, tomorrow, November tenth. Um, We have A Mouthful of Air, Never Heard of It, (laughs) The French Dispatch, Clifford the Big Red Dog, Last Night in Soho, Antlers, Dune, The Eternals, and Venom, colon, Let There Be Carnage. Let there be (laughs) carnage. So if you want to see more about these specific movie times, please head to SpotlightCinemas.com and
0: check them out. I am also going to tell you about the movies at Upstate Films in Rhinebeck, because you can find both uh, the the showtimes and list of movies for both that theater and the new one in Saurity at upstatefilms.org, which is very convenient. Uh, and Rhinebeck this weekend, they are playing The French Dispatch and also Spencer, which I'm very excited to see and will probably yeah. go, uh, which is the Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana movie, which I hear is great. I'm very excited to go see
1: it. I know, I know. I'm curious. I just saw an article because I guess in the movie, um, she has uh, a lady in waiting. I guess mm. an assistant. They say who um, has a crush on her, and people are trying to figure out if that was an actual person. Interesting,
0: <laughs> or if yeah. that was just a little a little sprinkling of the Kristen Stewart. Flavor. Yeah, they just like want to like
1: queer it a little. Bit. Yeah, totally.
0: Or <laughs> <laughs> like, like we heard. We heard the gays and theys can't get enough of Kristen Stewart so we'll toss a little something in for them. Just I'm, give them something. Just give them Keep something. them I'm I'm ready. coming back. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh beautiful. I know exciting. Um, so now I'm gonna uh, tell you guys about what's playing at the Wyndham Theater in Wyndham New York and We've got this. Well, so Wyndham Theater is usually only on the weekends. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, are what these show times are for. We have the Eternals again, Clifford the Big Red Dog, and we still have 007, No Time to Die. Um, that's the Wyndham Theater in Wyndham, New York. That's You can find those show times at wyndhamtheater.com, W I N D H A M.
0: And I'm going to tell you about one other theater, uh, the one in Red Hook, which is my local theater. And we have all of the hits that you're looking for, like The Eternals. We still got Dune hanging in there. No Time to Die. uh, Antlers, which is like a funny um, horror movie about antlers, I think. (laughs) Uh, a, a (laughs) A new animated movie called Ron's Gone Wrong uh and we also have clifford the big red dog a movie which i really thought was going to be fake but turns out it's indeed a real movie <laughs> oh man it looks that cgi makes me uncomfortable <laughs> it's really really hard to look at
1: you know uh, but... it's funny there was a time in the early aughts when cgi was really bad and now it, looking back it feels very uncomfortable but turns out um they're still making stuff like that
0: yeah and they have so <laughs> Or computers and pixels now, and yet we still here we are with Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh man! <laughs> but yeah, if you want to go check that out for yourself, uh, it's out there, and you can find out more about Red Hook, the Red Hook Theater, which is also called Lyceum Cinemas, uh, at their very normal website, greatmovieslowerprices.com <laughs>
1: <laughs> You know what? It was nine dollars. I was surprised.
0: It's the best, and if you go on Tuesdays at six, yeah. It's That's so, why I love it so much.
1: I, it's easy to make fun of their web address, but they are great movies at lower prices. So. It's true. They're not wrong. I and mean, I feel like a fool.
0: <laughs> it used to be $5 Tuesdays and it's, you know, just a sign of our times, but it's gone up to $6.
1: Uh, inflation, baby. Inflation.
0: Classic. <laughs> but uh, I, I love them. I mean, I don't love them, but I love the theater.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be very it's clear. Complicated.
0: <laughs> but anyway... Um, yeah uh, ordinarily would you have another theater to say the showtime
1: stuff well i was gonna um ski right down lyceum mountain into uh what we've what we've been watching lately because we both went to the lyceum cinema to see a movie that i feel like we gotta talk about a little bit i'm so sorry jenny you've heard
0: me say my dune pinions <laughs> Um, I want to hear every single (laughs) thought that crosses your mind about Dune. So this is actually not a problem for me at all. (laughs) So
1: you heard that's right. You've heard it right, folks. We're going to talk about the highly anticipated hot topic, (laughs) Denis Villeneuve's Dune. Um, (laughs) So and Jenny and I went to see Dune at Lyceum. Um, It was entertaining. I don't think it was a bad movie. I think anybody who decides they want to get, take a crack at Dune is already biting off more than they can chew. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I've explained to every single person I've talked about to this movie too, um, I just finished reading the books. So that's always going to skew my, my view of a movie though. I am trying to rem- It's always hard to remain fair, right? When you're, when you're judging or thinking about how you feel about an adaptation of a book. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to do my best to be fair, because I know it's, it's never going to be perfect. No adaptation is, it's an entirely different kind of media. Really the hope is that you can just kind of get the vibe right. And then some really key moments. Um, and I felt that this movie was missing some key moments that that um, in the book really explain a lot very quickly and like concisely and and in a solid way. Um, And it was kind of missing those moments for me. And I can say, uh, I can tie up most of my feelings about it in saying that the movie told me more than it showed me things. Um, Like we talked about the Harkonnens who are a very, uh, evil powerful family um, there is a lot of scenes of them just being mildly creepy mm-hmm. instead of the movie showing me how cruel these people can be but instead they were like yeah he's taking a bath in Greece like he must be bad <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I I feel much the same way about uh, that because I was actually, I really enjoyed *Dune* very much. I saw it in the theater twice, <laughs> mm. <laughs> once uh, with some of my other friends, and then once with Amanda. Um, but I also my kind of my main gripe with it is the Harkonnens, the, Yeah, the um, I think what you what you just said is really spot on. That you don't really see any examples of their cruelty, and instead, it's really relying on like making uh, which. Skarsgård, is he? Peter, Peter Sarsgaard? Sarsgaard? Stellan. <laughs> Stellan. Skarsgård. Um, making him like seem grotesque, like physically, which I find to be uh, really lazy and like offensive, frankly. <laughs> yeah, and it, you know, it's like I know you
1: mentioned too, or we when we talked about it, like it it a it is, and then b like that's a really great place where the adaptation could have diverged from the book because that's part of his character in the right. book is that he is he is very physically grotesque um and but like accompanied with being a horrible person but right. like he, that doesn't the the former isn't really that necessary Like you know what I mean like the yeah. more important part of this character is his is his actions you know right
0: totally um, it just it so feels this, yeah yeah it just feels very dated and like gross in a way that yeah. it's just like why but why though why did you have to like do a fat suit why did you have to like the only menacing scene that he really has he's like eating food and it's like but that's not evil like I don't really understand why yeah. you thought that this was the shorthand he wanted to do um, it's because like, I think yeah there's like so many other interesting things I don't really know about Dune because I haven't read them but I'm sure like he's done very many horrible things that you could instead depict or like gesture towards instead yeah. of relying on that. And I think exactly. I think you're right that that's like a really good um, keystone for everything else where it's like if 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 certain scenes were just shifted very slightly into a more um, basically gesturing towards something deeper instead of relying on, uh, you know, whatever outside expectations people have. But that being said, I still really enjoyed it, I thought it slapped. <laughs> I thought totally. Slapped. Like all, all this, to,
1: all this is to say that it. I, 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 wouldn't tell anyone to not see it. It's totally fun. Um, yeah, I like. I didn't. I wasn't wowed. Uh, like, unfortunately, I found it a little, a little like. Oh, like I didn't have a bad time. Loved seeing the being in the theater and looking at good good images (laughs) (laughs) hearing good sounds but um I wasn't it didn't stick it didn't stay with me and I wasn't Mm -hmm. I wasn't wowed unfortunately but um yeah like in talking about the scenes with Baron Harkonnen and stuff things like that felt like a waste of screen time and like like we said like a great way to to make useful updates with an adaptation um that you know getting rid of some dated details and and just you know you using the screen time in a better way to show scenes that that actually give the viewer a lot more valuable information about yeah. the story and the characters
0: yeah um, which I think is also frustrating because I I mean this is again coming from a person who hasn't read it so I, I couldn't say like how much of this is actually true but actually did feel very um I found a lot of the other visual storying, sorry, visual storytelling to be really effective. Like, yeah. I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of dream scenes, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the movie Dune, and I feel I felt really um, like interested and invested. And I was like, "What's going on here?" And I felt like I feel like there is not actually that much dialogue in that movie, despite the amount of information that it kind of has to shove at you. Yeah. And, I, and so I found like the rest of it pretty impressive, at least like from. A visual standpoint because it's like this is a movie where you yeah you have to get so much information across very totally. quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, true. it's it's a bummer. I mean, I am I'm interested in reading them so I I want to know how I'll feel after that. Yeah, it certainly
1: wasn't like a bad I wasn't a bad adaptation at all. Certainly better than previous attempts. Oh. <laughs> I mean, not not saying it's a better movie than previous attempts, but a better adaptation for sure. Um, and it's just, it's got, it's, uh, it's such a Herculean effort to try. Cause it, they, those stories are so complex and it's it, the world that it builds is, is truly massive. Um, and all of the little like seeds of detail that get planted in the first book, uh, like weave together pretty quickly it's it's it, i can't imagine trying to make it to a movie <laughs> yeah totally um but yeah so it's really yeah
0: thrilling it's, yeah. it's, oh, thrilling. it's can't wait for part 2 <laughs> ready for part two
1: i hope we get a part two
0: i really it's been hope. uh it's been it's been greenlit it's it's coming part two. nice <laughs> nice that's
1: important the part two yeah. it's important we'll see yeah
0: um
1: Jeez. but so tonight jenny and i um uh so, i'm so sorry i burped a little bit there we, uh, you're listening to dim the lights with jenny and amanda here Welcome. on wgxc acre 90.7 fm we are here uh the second and fourth tuesday of every month from seven to eight and we talk about movies and every episode we pick a theme but when we don't have good time to watch movies around a theme we just call it an oops all lately's episode so we just talk about what we've been watching lately for the whole
0: show and it's that's what it's here today it's another oops all lately's you're you're in luck
1: <laughs> oops we didn't pick a theme and we're just gonna talk about whatever weird junk we watched <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> which um, I think you know it's pretty fun also I don't think you, I don't know if you mentioned it but Dune seeing Dune was your first time in a theater and since the pandemic right
1: it was and I went to Which I did mention, we went to the Lyceum to see it. Uh, It was my first time. I went to the Lyceum because they turned the lights down all the way, Mm -hmm. which is great. And they also got these new seats that deep recline. Deep recline. Deep
0: recline. (laughs) And also, if you're the kind of person who likes this, they are also heated, which is very exciting. They're heated and there's a
1: lot of foot room. So if you're a person like me who gets up to pee a lot. (laughs) you don't have to be like, Oh, excuse me. I'm so, Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, Knock people's popcorn over. Oh gosh. I know. Uh, one time when I was, uh, I guess in college, I went to, I was home for the holidays and I went to see a movie with a bunch of my friends from middle school and it was a long row of us. And then a, Oh, an older couple at the end of the row and a lot of us got up to pee before the movie started and when my friend my friend got up after maybe two or three of us had to go and scooch by this old couple and the guy in the couple was like this is the last time <laughs> oh.
0: Oh, boy. ever since
1: I, then I always feel very shy I do it.
0: I I love there's so many uh just Amazing comedy moments that happen in theaters when people are just crammed in very tightly like that, and so I am oh, glad yeah. to be back and, and seeing those moments again. I know, it's very exciting. It's
1: nice, to, it's nice to hear people drop the candy and.
0: Oh um, Yeah, as I, I don't think I've told this story on air before, but I always think about when um, I went to see A Quiet Place in the theater, and there's mm-hmm. after the opening scene, which is like a kind of a jump scare. It suddenly something very scary happens and then it cuts to silence. And the person sitting in front of me was scared because it was a jump scare and they jumped and they dropped their Skittles everywhere. <laughs> and they just like skittered and rolled all the way around. But in the ensuing perfect silence, it was so funny. It's like truly amazing. I know. Um, I missed those things.
1: So yes, I did go see it in a uh, theater with a roof, an indoor theater. <laughs> Which, by the way, the highway drive-in is shut down for the season. Um, but, yeah, it was great. I loved, I loved my indoor theater experience.
0: Yay. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Jenny, what have you been watching lately besides Dune Twice in the
0: theater? Well, (laughs) I have another fresh theater movie to talk, theater theater movie, movie in the theater (laughs) to talk to you about, although it's Mm -hmm. not far from a theater movie, I guess I would say. Um, I went last week to see the new Marvel movie, Eternals. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it certainly is a movie. (laughs) Um, If you are not familiar, Eternals is the new the fresh face of the marvel cinematic universe um it's from this year just came out it's directed by chloe ja which um was something that interested me early on because i really love uh, her movie the rider which came out mm. a couple years ago and you may also remember her from winning the oscar for nomadland this year i believe yeah um but so the eternals is about a group of godlike beings who are brought to earth by their like this celestial gigantic being basically that tells them what to do and they're brought to earth to protect humanity from these other creatures called deviants uh, and it's basically over the course of time they've been here for millennia it's they start to question their mission and are wondering whether or not the creature that's giving them their instructions is being fully honest with them, or if they should be doing something else. Um, it's a good setup. Like it's that's a, a cool. That's a cool setup. It's really. It's a really interesting setup. The thing is, is that it's like, it's a really. The movie has a lot of potentially interesting things in it, which is really great. I'm also sorry. A kitten just hopped into my lap. <laughs> no problem (laughs) um my partner and I recently adopted a kitten so you may be hearing more meowing than you ordinarily do (laughs) um but uh but yeah so the Eternals is like it's really frustrating because it's like Marvel is finally um giving interesting directors these movies
1: yeah totally
0: (laughs) but it's now at a time where, like, I think the shine has really begun to come off of the Marvel Apple,
1: <laughs> if you will. It's true. I would say their their uh, golden years are done. They're behind <laughs> us, I think. They're in the rear yeah. view.
0: Um, and I, I, yeah, it's really frustrating because I think Chloe Jau is a really interesting director. But with material like this, which has, like, interesting concepts, but still has to be this, like, mass-marketed international money-making vehicle like mm-hmm. they just can't do anything interesting with it really you know no, so
1: they're under the thumb of so many producers
0: right and it's like it's I think it could be such a good movie if it was allowed to be at all weird yeah. <laughs> but because it can't be weird it's like about a bunch of so it's about this group of people who are all Who've been on Earth for thousands of years, and so like they're obviously really messed up because of that. Because of, like that really does a number on you to be alive oh, God, forever. Yeah. Uh, but they can't do anything. Like you know, this is a that's a I think at most a PG thirteen movie. So like, there's no cuss and <laughs> there's no there's one sex scene and it's like very sterile. <laughs> like it's very it's just such a um, it's such an interesting fodder for like messy complicated stories because they also are like very clearly trying to um express that the Eternals do have, like, human emotions and they're not just these, like, like, they're godlike beings, but they're all, they're also, like, they fall in love and they are like jealous. Like Greek gods. angry. Exactly. Which I think yeah. could be so interesting. It could be so fun. Yeah. It could be so fun if it was, like, a drama even, right. you know? uh. Yeah, and instead it's, like, it has, so it's the thing that's really weird is that it has those, like, moments of drama injected into the, like, Marvel format. So there's, like, scenes of people, like, Gently caressing each other's hands in like a sun-soaked desert, and then there's also like people quipping with each other, and I'm like, you gotta pick one; you can't have both. <laughs> it does yeah. not work, and so like tonally, it's all over the place, which is I mean, I feel I feel like a jerk, kind of like dumping on this movie, but.
1: I think no with, dump away like everybody it's else says
0: it's true <laughs> it's definitely worth watching like the direction isn't bad the script is just terrible and so it's like yeah. you have these really wild scenes where like people are like laughing and joking and it's like very typical marvel stuff and then there's like an insane tone shift to something like devastating and also based in reality and you're like what like why why would you put that in this movie that's so crazy
1: um, So weird
0: so i would say you know if you like if you like these movies, go see it I you know I enjoyed eating a giant bucket of popcorn I and there's a scene very near the end that my partner and I both like almost lost our minds during because it was really funny <laughs> not on purpose um, and I think it's worth it to see that yeah, um, yeah. you know there's a lot of um, very hot people in funny outfits if, if you like that you know it's a movie. <laughs> what can i what can i say it's a movie
1: <laughs> and you you found yourself overall entertained
0: i was entertained there were definitely um man you know it's just it's such a it's such a bummer because yeah it just could be so good and yet it just yeah. isn't it, it's I, not I, a chloe's fault it really it's not, isn't chloe's no fault. it's i mean it's, it's so fully a script problem and you tell you can tell immediately you're just like oh no like and in the credits also the the um the writing credit in like the actual credits of the movie it's like five people and it's like story by this person written by x and x like written also by x and x and it's just like oh yeah this has been like this has been treated like four times and it just a lot of pieces fell out in all of that
1: yeah it's like it's kind of interesting that marvel plucks relatively indie directors to do these things and yeah i want to say it's cool because i but I don't know really the reasoning behind it, other than, right. um, you know, get like put giving these people more of a platform. But that seems like very nice for a corporation to do. But um, <laughs> but I, none of them have the director's like artistic vision at all. You know, it's like it they could be anyone. They yeah. could be
0: anyone. Um, I, mean, I think that's part of the problem too, is because they yeah. are so. Um, just like yeah like anodyne like they just have no there's no grit to them ah sorry kitten is pulling on all of my cords <laughs> trying to encourage her not to while it's also cool. talking at the same
1: time <laughs> it's cool you're doing your best as a, as a new parent <laughs>
0: oh my god She's like wow look at all these cords you have hanging down just for me it's just so fun to play with <laughs> um but yeah no it's such i mean it's a real bummer and i also i do also wonder why like how they chose chloe jah out of the like lineup because she hadn't like you know she hadn't even done nomadland yet when she got hired to do it
1: yeah um, which
0: is really interesting but anyway I know
1: yeah they have amazing. like you know they they got taika ytd right uh, i mean he'd had uh what we do in the shadows which, which was his big hit so totally um but still like to the general masses i think a relatively unknown director to like the average american for sure um. So they definitely have a history of of, of plucking um, really good filmmakers. Yeah, <laughs> who, I know. Who it's, are n- lesser known.
0: I know. I wish that they would just let them go a little wilder because it is, I mean, I understand why, because it is like ultimately the, you know, it's a corporation, <laughs> But yeah. but I just, you know, I think it could be so much more interesting if they let, if they had these interesting directors like actually do what they're good at, which is like make weird, interesting art. Yeah, I think they'd find a lot more success with their with their movies too that way. Yeah, I think that's just not what their uh, what their aim is at this moment in time. Marvel, yeah, certainly not. (laughs) They're here to get cash. Here to get cash money, and I'm the sucker who bought into it and absolutely (laughs) paid the cash money to go. Or should we say
1: Disney? Um, Disney.
0: But yeah, that's the other. That's the only other movie I've seen in the theaters recently. Uh, Yes. Amanda, do you have any other movies you want you want to get into here on our oops all lately's? Oh
1: my god, all yeah! Well, I want to tell you about I, I I watched some movies lately that weren't Dune. Um, yes. I actually watched a movie that has been on my list since it came out. Finally, got around to it just in time to uh, check out this director's new movie. I finally watched Julia de Corno's <gasps> Raw. yeah tell me about how Um, you felt about raw (laughs) it's so i mean it's so good it's so good uh raw is from 2016 it's filming on or filming it's streaming on netflix if you want to watch it um this movie has gotten categorized by a a lot of critics or yada yadas as horror (laughs) it's not really. Um, but it does have a lot of gore and I'm going to give a heads up to any listeners who are interested. It does have a lot of animal gore. They're, they're, they're dead animals, but it has a, like, if that's something that you are more sensitive to than human gore, which a (laughs) lot of us are, um, just know that going into it because it takes place at a veterinary veterinarian school. Um, but raw is a French movie. By director Julia Ducorneau, who just came out with a new movie called Titan that Jenny saw and Jenny loved, and I'm very excited to see Titan. Um, And I'm sure the new one is is um, vibe wise a bit similar, which is uh, disturbing. Yes, (laughs) uncomfortable. Yes, to watch. Accurate. (laughs) Yep. So Ra is about um, a young woman named Justine who goes to the same veterinarian or enrolls freshly, uh, and the, this veterinarian school that her sister is in her sister's a year older than her. And this school has a pretty intense, um, hazing rituals for freshmen. And like most schools with hazing rituals, everyone's like, no, we got to do it. Like once we get through this, you know, every, everybody did it. This is how we bond. Um, but one of the hazing rituals involves eating, um, a piece of raw meat and Justine and her whole family um are all vegetarians they all grew up vegetarian her sister now enrolled in this school is no longer but her parents are and she's never eaten meat before but once she gets a taste boy does she want more um she really can't not have more and <laughs> this the hunger is all consuming I don't want to say much more um, knowing that it is a very gory movie. You can probably imagine where it goes from there. Um, It's such a beautifully simple movie in a lot of ways. Uh, Like almost like the kind of book you read when you're in high school, like Frankenstein or something where it's, it's not simple in, in a bad way. It's just, it's, it's so smart that you can really apply a lot of what is this about to it you know what I mean
0: yeah like very um, allegorical
1: to- so
0: allegorical
1: a lot of things apply yeah um simple is isn't isn't to say that it's not complex I know that sounds <laughs> insane um it is complex but it's uh I guess I mean like tight I mean yeah tight. Tight. um yeah it's very clean and tight a really clean and tight story um I loved it so much
0: oh I'm so glad I'm so glad to yeah. hear that
1: um it's about animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's about family. It's about um learning how to exist in the world as you grow up and go through phases of growing yeah. up and learning it's a, boundaries.
0: <laughs> it's a real coming of age movie, which I think is such a fun, it's a really fun way to do that.
1: <laughs> oh, totally. In the same tradition as like ginger snaps or something, you know, it's like yeah. very much a coming of age movie. And um, like about testing boundaries and ultimately learning that other people have been there before you and also tested those boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's so, so good. I highly recommend Raw if you're not afraid of uh, definitely a lot of gore and some very uncomfortable moments. Um, It was fun to read uh, like a quick article after I saw an interview with Julia DeCorno, who like I said, when I started talking about it, it was like, I don't know why people call it horror. And then um, this is a movie that I'm sure after a lot of people saw it, they wondered what it was about. And she's like, it's about animal instinct. I don't know. Like, she's really like, why am I getting complicated?
0: (laughs) Um, Why are you asking? I made the movie. Watch the movie. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's like, it's about taboos. It's about like, you know, incest and like, like (laughs) animal instincts. And, you know, you're not supposed to bite people.
0: (laughs) Um, oh I love it Ross so good
1: yeah it was great so I highly recommend checking that out on Netflix Um, thank you thank you to everybody who recommended it you were all extremely correct (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
0: thrilling yeah
1: Jenny what about you what else did you watch
0: uh I also watched a movie I've been meaning to watch for forever uh which you just last episode also mentioned to me as a movie that i need to watch and i was like yes of course i watched chronos yeah. i finally watched chronos which uh. is guillermo del toro's first movie uh and i loved it also i do i do loved the movie that people have been telling me to watch forever isn't so that good. funny it's so good what a
1: stellar first movie
0: i know it's oh. wild. he's so good at his job i love He's really good at his job I just I'm such a I love I love him so much big Guillermo fan uh, yeah. but Kronos if you are not familiar with is a movie from 1993 uh it's primarily in Spanish uh because it is I believe I believe it's like a, a Mexican film technically not an American film um and it, although it does have a mix of there are a couple American actors in it who do speak English in it so it's kind of a it's an interesting mix in that way yeah uh it's currently streaming on HBO Max if you want to watch it, and I think you should. <laughs> but it's... it's So it's primarily a story about this older man who owns an antique store, uh, and he spends a lot of time with his granddaughter who's... uh She's probably like 10. She's a very young girl. Uh, he receives this very old statue of the angel Michael, and he notices something is inside of it and pulls out this very beautiful looking golden object that kind of looks like a scarab beetle and through the course of kind of like investigating it he accidentally triggers it so that the scarab opens up and these six golden legs grab onto him and it injects him with some kind of mysterious elixir (laughs) yeah Uh, And so at first, he doesn't quite know what's happened, but he starts to feel really weird. And as time goes on, he starts to actually feel really good. Yeah, he wakes up and he looks a little younger. He looks a little younger. He feels a little more vital. He feels a little feistier. Uh, And he actually kind of becomes... He gets a little addicted to this feeling and continues to attach the scarab beetle to his body. But unfortunately youth and vitality come with a price and it turns out that he also has an overwhelming taste for blood (laughs) (laughs) which is actually a great pairing with (laughs) raw it really is it really is (laughs) uh but so his name is jesus and he is he is basically kind of like thrust into this weird uh world where He's being chased down also by Ron Perlman, who is, who is uh, the nephew of this other older dying man who has been looking for this device for years because he has been very ill his whole life. And so Jesus is kind of, is, is trying to figure out why he suddenly just wants to drink all the blood that he sees around him. And also why this guy is chasing him down. Uh, And it kind of, from there, it all tumbles outward. And it's so fun. I really liked it. There's, I just love, Guillermo del Toro is so good at both, like, just making interesting, like, quote unquote, monster movies, but also Mm. just, like, showing these, like, human emotions and the way that they turn you so desperate. Like, there's this scene that is amazing where Jesus is, he's, just he's been at a party with his wife, and they're like suddenly falling more in love, and because he's like feeling so young and powerful. Um, and he goes to the bathroom, and there's a man yeah, in there who nice. has right. had a nosebleed, and the blood that was on the sink has been wiped away already, but there's a little bit of blood left on the floor, and he just can't help himself but like fall to the ground and like lick this blood off of the bathroom floor and it's yeah. like so visceral it's and so, so good i love yeah Kronos rules it's also just like one i love like an old protagonist it's so exciting i to know have, like- it's really exciting it rules <laughs> just like a couple of old guys scrapping over <laughs> a golden beetle <laughs> dude. it's like
1: again yeah it's really wild when somebody has such a perfect story so early in their career like um, not to bring up Wes Anderson but I think about like um, Rushmore like yeah. something that's like so well sewn together um, and obviously Guillermo's forte is um, uh, he, yeah monster movies but with a lot of heart like because he's he's always uh, the friend of the monster you know yeah. like it's monsters <laughs> with heart and um, it's essentially a vampire movie, Kronos, but, you know, someone who's fighting. To, people usually want to become vampires um, in vampire movies, but somebody who's like fighting to maintain their humanity. And also what blew me away about that movie is how brilliant it is. Just the setup of somebody has like uh, the good guy has the mysterious device and the bad guy has the instructions to the device and yeah. neither will give the other one up it's, it's so, so good, good. yeah <laughs> it's yeah.
0: Just, oh my god it's such a great it's a great movie i would really recommend it and it's yeah. like uh, it's just like really fun really watchable yeah, yeah it's just it's wonderful i love god i also just like love an, an interesting vampire movie cuz they're, they're, a lot of them kind of all follow the same totally like arc in general which is fine you know nothing wrong with that but it is it's always exciting to watch when you're like oh my this is different from the others <laughs>
1: right i mean that's why the hunger is so good yeah like, it's not it's not so explicitly what we know of vampires the the hunger has this other twist that's like about fading relationships and like it's yeah so, totally yeah it's yeah giving you more
0: yeah totally ah oh, amazing amanda mm. you got another one to tell me about
1: I sure do. I watched another amazing movie that my partner, I had never heard of it, but my partner, it was one that has been on his list for a long time. Um, It's a Danish movie from 20. I want to make sure it's Danish, but I'm quite sure it is. It's a Danish movie. Sorry, a Dutch movie from 2013 called Borgman. Mm. Um, It's streaming on Canopy, which if you don't know, is a great streaming service that you can get for free through your library. So everybody get your library card because it's great to have and support your local library. And with your library card, you can get the streaming service Canopy, which has truly incredible movies, a lot of criterion collection, a lot of good, weird stuff. But Borgman um, is about a look like seems like um an up like middle upper class or really upper class family in the suburbs who are visited by this very very strange man who slowly but surely injects himself into their life and things go get very very weird very very fast and a lot of havoc is caused it's actually um it feels a lot like parasite, but without so much of a class commentary, the class commentary definitely is there, but it isn't as like punched into it. Um, but it's a very similar vibe to parasite. The house even looks kind of similar to parasite. Um, and it the vibe wise it has a real Yorgos Lanthimos vibe. Mm. like it's some, some real killing of a sacred deer. like why is everyone why 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 are they talking like that? love that what why is she letting the man come and take a bath in the house and they've never met (laughs) um it opens with a a scene of um a a rural church and a priest loading up a shotgun and a couple townsfolk getting some weapons and going into the woods and finding the underground encampment Of the main character um, who escapes through a tunnel and pops out of the ground and the priest and the the other townsfolk do not find him. They're clearly looking for this guy to kill him. Um, But he escapes and as he's running through the woods, he stops in two other spots and he bangs on trap doors under the dirt and wakes up two other men who are living underground and turns out the the forest is actually um surrounding the suburbs. So then they all escape into the suburbs. And that's how it starts. Whoa. <laughs> and then this main character, um, who Borgman, the main character. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, the guys, titular it, Borgman. The titular Borgman, Camille <laughs> Borgman. Um, that's when he starts to knock on doors asking if he can come in and take a bath. And Whoa. That's how it starts.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, yeah, it's It's real trippy and really uncomfortable, Um, but it was so fun. It was really fun. Um, Yeah, highly recommend. Like I said, the discomfort really felt very, very much like Killing of a Sacred Deer, Mm. where it was it was a really funny movie. But you're like, oh, God, like these are really bad things that are happening to people like (laughs) it's very, very darkly funny.
0: Yeah, totally. Nice. Yeah. Oh, we have a
1: lot of murders. Um, <laughs> also another one of those movies where I feel like if I was familiar with Dutch folklore, um, there I would be noticing picking up on things. Like mm. there's something that really feels like this is a nod to folklore. Kind of like um Jordan Peel's Us is, yeah. is is a real nod to like there's there's some folktale that's really similar to those um doppelgangers this feels like that too just because it has so much to do with the forest the fact that borgman and others actually he's got some cronies all come out of the woods <laughs> um it really i was like oh they're like fairies you know but like yeah. actual fairies where they're scary and they take yeah. kids.
0: <laughs> fairy um, with
1: f-a-e <laughs> yeah exactly so i i do feel like it is kind of a movie about fairies or like folk spirits folk spirits and yeah it's um it was a lot of fun <laughs> That's great, yeah, I loved it, um, so that's Borgman. it's from twenty thirteen and it's streaming on canopy that's b o r g m a n It was great,
0: um somewhat fortuitously, I also watched a weird European movie, yes, that I know you really like. I watched Ooh. Border last night, dude. <laughs> Oh my god. So it's a similar vibe to Border Yeah. I was gonna say, what you're describing feels very similar.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I watched Border. Did you love it? I
0: loved it. It's great. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. It's beautiful. (laughs) Uh, So I watched Border, which we actually, I think we've talked about on the show, but it was a while ago. So let me give you a little, a gentle rundown. Uh, It's from 2018. It is directed by Ali Abbasi. Uh, and it's Swedish, it's a Swedish movie uh, It's currently streaming on Hulu If you have that also, so if you want to check it out I think you should uh, But it's about this woman Who is named Tina And she Is, she is born with A uh, Like a chromosomal Defect, like a Issue, I can't remember Like I'm not sure exactly what words to use for that But
1: I forget how they, they explain it too But she's very unique
0: She's very unique. She has a unique looking face. She is a little different from everybody. Um, And she has this incredible skill where she can smell people's emotions, basically. So she works as essentially a TSA agent, whatever that is in Sweden. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She is a border agent. She's a border agent. Yeah. And so she, as people walk through, she can smell if they are hiding something because of their guilt or their shame or whatever emotions that they happen to be giving off at the time. And so one day at her station, another person comes by who happens to look a lot like her and who she is really captivated by smell wise. (laughs) She she smells him and she's like, I'm sorry, who are you? And thus begins (laughs) a slow unfurling of her understanding of who she is and where she's come from, and uh, creating a relationship with this other person who she suddenly sees so much of herself in. Uh, And it's really good. It's a weird one. (laughs) It's so weird. It's a love story. It's It's a love story. It's a beautiful love story. It's a complicated love story. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a fantasy. I I really liked it. I really love movies that are, I just like, I think uh, not pulling back from like, leading into these super weird like feral love stories like I think is so tight and I also it's just like any movie that is kind of dealing with romance but we're also we're dealing with uh her place in society and we're also doing a lot of like gender fluidity and there's a lot it's really interesting yep yeah, I really liked it. The only the only thing about it that I don't love because I think it just could have been handled a little differently is kind of the like B plot of her job because she while, so while she's experiencing like she's interacting with this other guy whose name is Vore, um, and kind of like learning more about herself and and kind of growing up actually in a, in a weird way. Um, she is also still working as as like a border patrol, but kind of she's like freelancing for whatever this like Sweden's FBI is basically to try and like find a child pornography ring and like I found that to be an interesting part of it but I feel the way it all connects is kind of messy to me and in a way that I was kind of like I would like this to be a little bit more finessed but Mm. in general I really loved it I really loved her and her whole like just I, I found it to be a really interesting movie and I think that you should watch it. Think you should yeah. Border. <laughs>
1: it's a great movie. I don't even remember that that part about the FBI. I do remember, um, the like reveal. Yeah, about I just, someone's involvement in it. But
0: yeah, totally. And I and I think that that's an interesting choice. But I also, yeah, there's I have some I have some questions. <laughs> I yeah. exited the movie with questions, but not in the way that you like to exit yeah. movies with questions. You I know, thought it was <laughs> for like kidnapping, like ki-
1: like kids for like illegal adoption.
0: It's, it's a little bit of that and a little bit of not that oh damn <laughs> yeah and so and that's what that's what i think makes it complicated is because it uh, or complicated in a way that isn't as interesting because it's yeah. not clear. Like it's it's a, it's a little messy in the sense, which is also I am watching it in translation, so maybe that is something that I also like am just missing. Also yeah. watching with a kitten running around me, so that's another problem. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but that being said, I still really enjoyed it, and I the parts of it that I loved, I loved so much that it doesn't, you know, it's not even necessarily worth oh, yeah. mentioning. But
1: it's so it's so worth watching. It's uh, it's just a really really great movie it's great really really great
0: movie unconventional romance is it just always always hits both of us (laughs) i know i know i'm a huge
1: fan of an unconventional romance it's yeah yeah. border is wonderful Mm -hmm. it's yes on hulu streaming a lot of places i think yeah i think Um,
0: it comes and it goes
1: yeah i'm really glad that you watched it it's so fun yeah i loved it yeah i love tina she's great Tina so much yeah yep um
0: it was a wonderful movie. It's a really wonderful movie. I really yeah, I think uh yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about it because it's just great. You should just yeah, watch it. Yeah. Exactly. But just, oh, It's
1: the man, thing with all these movies pretty much. Just, these we're just describing what we Except for the Eternals.
0: What, yeah, except for the Eternals. Which we've done what we've done here with Oops All Lately's, She's All Lately's, um,
1: yeah.
0: is we've just watched good movies and that's really nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's so nice. That's yeah. it turns out that's what you do when you're not watching a theme. You just yeah. You're like, oh, this looks good. It probably is. <laughs> yeah, if you watch it. So yeah. nice. Though I will say the the other all lately's that I watched uh, weren't good. But I'm not
0: gonna talk about them because <laughs> I want to talk about the good ones. Do not speak their name. I kind of want to know a bad movie that you watched. Do you want to just tell me one here uh, sure. at as we wrap up? So well,
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think which was the worst to, to tell you about. <laughs> um, I did watch. I watched um, the third Reanimator. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Beyond <laughs> Reanimator, which is from two thousand three. Oh wow! Uh, it's a Spanish production, like Spain, Spanish, mm-hmm. um, and it's like so. It's funny because everybody. Ha- like everyone has an accent and at first I was like what are you trying to it takes place in a prison so I was like mm. what like what is up with this and then I was like oh it's Spanish production everyone's <laughs> second language is English um but yeah it was uh it was it was um weird and stupid but um <laughs> bummer <laughs> but it was like fun and fine it was totally is Jeff- fine
0: is Jeffrey Combs still in it uh, oh uh, yeah in three- Oh nice good for him yeah yeah Happy for him
1: <laughs> he still is and he's in prison um <laughs> That makes and then sense. The, yeah, for like what he's this, done. the new prison doctor is like, I'm obsessed with your work. Like I came to work here. I could have worked anywhere, but I wanted to work here so I could work with you and like guess what I have? I have some of your reagent. Nice. So, obviously things go bad. <laughs> <laughs> things go really bad. Um yeah, it was it was uh, extremely insane. I would I stick did. with just Reanimator and bride of reanimator. That's
0: all you need. That's plenty.
1: But, you know, it still had like the gross like sex jokes that I love so much. Yeah, totally. The original where like,
0: oh gross, <laughs> yeah. <But> fun. Yeah. <laughs> gross, but you're laughing, going, ah, Ooh, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> no. That's so bad. that's so naughty. That's <laughs> so naughty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh. Anyways. Nice. Uh, Jenny, you. is there anything that you're looking forward to watching? That's or a that great you recommend
0: question. oh man, I, honestly is, I usually think about this a little bit more, and I didn't think about it at all this time. Okay, <laughs> Classic. I can go first, please, please
1: <laughs> all right, so I'm really excited about this documentary that I just heard about um i I have a I get this zine called Weird Walk. It's a zine from England about um, stone circles and hinges <laughs> nice. uh, because they nice, love ancient stones um. Uh, And in it, they interview this director, um, this documentary filmmaker named Kirla Janice, who's Canadian. And she is coming out or I think it's already done like the festival festival circuit. But she just made a documentary about folk horror called Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, a history of folk horror. And I'm really excited to see it. I emailed the production company because I was like, where the heck can I watch this? And the director herself emailed me back and was like, it'll be streaming soon. Oh, my God. um, So, (laughs) yeah, it looks like you can purchase it on YouTube to watch, which is really cool. Um, And Apple TV and Google Play, I think. But I'm very excited to see this documentary. I... Really love folk horror. I love the the themes that off so often fall into it. I mean the that movie I watched Borgman is it kind of has a lot of the similar themes and um, you know, there's a lot of fun like feminized mania that gets that falls into that movies that are in the folk horror category. And I I really love it as a genre. So I'm excited to learn more about it because I really don't know a lot of movies. And um, I'm really excited for this documentary. Also, yes, cool thing about this director is um, she is the founder of a horror institute um, called the Miskatonic Institute of Horror Studies. And you can take classes online. And it's named Miskatonic because that's the university that's in a lot of H.P. Lovecraft stories. Oh, nice, dude. It's
0: that's where Dr. Sick.
1: Herbert West, of reanimator. <laughs> Uh, was teaching when he was Uh, reanimating people (laughs) classic yeah (laughs) oh my god yep Yep. yeah so that's that's my looking forward to that's um woodlands dark and days bewitched a history of folk horror
0: wow exciting i want to watch that too yeah that sounds great
1: yeah oh you don't have to say anything
0: <laughs> i don't really have honestly i haven't really checked the uh, you know the future schedules recently i am i am trying to see spencer as i mentioned uh you know really excited for the new matrix movie <laughs> I'm a very yeah. simple person <laughs> that's not simple man you know what
1: we've been on as a generation the matrix generation we've been mm-hmm. on a really crazy ride
0: it's true um
1: and yeah. i'm excited to get back on the ride, because I thought it was over, and I was like, phew, phew, it's over. Nope, it's not (laughs) over. uh, Turns out it's not, but you know what? I'll answer the call.
0: You know what? Actually, that reminds me. It's not a looking forward to, it's just a movie that I, me, Jenny, will be watching soon, because uh, when I got out of the theater, this is related because of the Wachowskis, but when I got out of the theater of the Eternals and was like, wow, what a movie. (laughs) You had just texted me being like, by the way, Speed Racer is on HBO, just so you know. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> which I haven't yes. seen and I am also a Wachowski fan yeah so been, like, you're looking
1: forward of... to watching I'm looking Speed forward to Racer. watching Speed
0: Racer which maybe I will watch tonight
1: I know god if <laughs> I have time to, I want to watch it I saw it in the theaters when it came out and I don't remember anything because it's literally a blur of colorful lights right totally um, it sounds
0: crazy and that's why I want to see
1: it yeah yeah I remember it being
0: not that bad. I was like, yeah. it was kind of fun. I think people like it. Like people who, who like weird, you know, crazy. <laughs> people like us. Technicolor, you know, people like us. <laughs> not this is, I don't know what like the critics thought, but I would say people who you like know. to be entertained. I <laughs> think. Exactly.
1: People who know what's good. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, this has been dim the lights with Jenny and Amanda. Uh, you've been listening here on WGXC 90.7 FM. Uh, And it's been so wonderful to have you. It
1: sure has. And we will see you the fourth Tuesday of this month. And we are on WGXC 90.7 FM every second and fourth Tuesday of the month from 7 to 8 p.m. Um, You can also check out the archives if you liked this show and you want to listen to older ones. You can check out the archives for the show on the WGXC website. And that's WGXC.org. And you can search in the archives for "Dim the Lights," uh, and yeah. we also have an Instagram.
0: Yeah, check us out at "Dim the Lights" with Jenny and Amanda. Uh, and you can find all sorts of information there. You can also send us any messages you want to send us. If you're like, "Hey, you guys really need to watch this movie. I think you'll really like it," or "You were so wrong about that rude thing you said about this movie. You absolute dummies." We want to yeah. hear from you. <laughs> yeah,
1: cor- like correct me. You know, I'm yeah. Lying. <laughs> <laughs>